Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to This Week in Marvel. This is a bonkers episode. I'm loving it. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M. We've got a host of guests and crazy stuff today. Uh, this is all part of us going to San Francisco for the San Francisco Giants Marvel Superheroes Day, which was an extravaganza. Uh, we talked to Stanley who is Stanley? If you don't know who Stanley is, then I just, we can't even talk. Uh, we talked to Sergio Romo, who's one of the pitchers for the San Francisco Giants and a big fan of Marvel. We talked to Peter Shinkoda, who plays Nobu on Marvel's Daredevil on Netflix. And we talked to Brian Crosby, who gets to make cool stuff happen in real life and like theme parks and stuff uh, for Marvel. We also, at the end of all that, after all those great conversations, we have the panel that Stan, Peter, and Marvel Comics editor-in-chief Axel Alonso took part in at the uh, at the Giants ballpark in their Triples Alley area. It was amazing. Stan Lee was on fire. On fire. So listen to all this stuff. Uh, big shout out and big thanks to Faham and his crew over at the San Francisco Giants for making us feel super welcome and uh, putting this all together. John Harris, our boy, and everybody who took part. It was a happening. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Dan, this is an amazing weekend because we've got Marvel Day here in San Francisco, but also Marvel's Captain America Civil War is out. I've seen it. I think you stole the show again. You're well, my cameo, that's all anybody is talking about, obviously. <laughs> it's so funny because I, I, I never know what the cameo will be. I come on the set and the director says, here's what I want you to say. I say it, and then he says, now get the hell out of here and let us finish the movie. <laughs> so the fact that people actually like these things, it, it thrills me. It really does. Yeah. Oh, they love it. They love it. Uh, did you get to stay for much of the filming of the movie? Yes. I went to the red carpet. Uh, oh. I mean, I won't go anywhere unless there's... In fact, I don't know why I'm sitting here. The carpet isn't red. We should get a raised platform yeah, for you. Yeah, wherever I am, there should be a red carpet and a raised platform, but this time I'll let you go. Okay, I appreciate it. Uh, we're here for the San Francisco Giants. We're doing a big Marvel day. When you were you know, co-creating everything Marvel, did you imagine that we would put Marvel all over a baseball stadium? No, I never thought Marvel would grow and become as big and all-pervasive as it is now. I, as I've mentioned so many times, I just hoped that the books would sell so I and the other guys could keep our job and pay the rent. I mean, we never in a million years would have imagined I'd be doing an interview in a big baseball stadium with a professional interviewer. I don't know about professional. Something that's going out to, oh, Dozens of people. <laughs> accurate, accurate, accurate. Uh, one of the couple cool things in Captain America, we get to see a new Spider-Man. That's right. How how much fun is it for you to see one of you know the most beloved characters that you helped create re-envisioned again? I mean, the the kid who plays Spider-Man, Tom Holland, is incredible. I know it's a wonderful feeling when I see any of them on the screen. When I see Iron Man. When I see the X-Men, when I see Captain Mary, all of them. I mean, it, it's hard to believe that years ago we were just hoping that the books would sell. You know? <laughs> uh, sometimes we do too, and then we get the, we're fortunate, especially now. Black Panther is enjoying such an amazing run. He has a new comic book out. Um, are, do you have any favorites that you want to see on the screen? They're all on. The, um, I wanted to see the Black Panther. Mm -hmm. There he is. I want to see Doctor Strange. He's in the works. 
I want to see the inhumans, but I understand that they're being worked on too. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing left for me to want to see. <laughs> I'd better create some new characters. I think that we, we would love that. And you had mentioned Doctor Strange. We're going to see a nice uh, Stanley cameo for Doctor Strange. I'd better. <laughs> you know, the thing I love about Doctor Strange, he's a magician. Mm-hmm. And obviously magicians say things like abracadabra or hocus pocus. I didn't want him to say corny things. I wanted to make up my own incantations. And I love them, and I hope they'll be in the movie. For instance, I have him say, by the hoary hosts of Hoggoth, or by the shades of the shadowy seraphim. And there was another one by the... I can't remember. But I love these phony, corny things that I wrote, and I can't wait to see them in the movie. I, I But over the years, they've become just a part of the Marvel universe. And they so, better. Yeah, they, they don't feel corny. They don't feel... They just feel right. Uh, well, and, see, what I do, I take things that are corny, and I make them right. That's my <laughs> hand. That's my... Talent. <laughs> uh, one of many, Stan. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. For oh, everything. hey, it's great talking to you, and all the best. And may Marvel just keep marching on the way it is. Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> all right, hey, everybody. BlakeWithMarvel.com for Marvel Day with Sergio Romo. How, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing well. I mean, here we are on a uh, on a very kid-friendly topic uh, <laughs> uh, day at the park. You know, so. Uh, uh, I'm definitely loving that. Uh, lo- looking forward to the day, but uh, also loving the fact that it is Marvel Day. We hear you're a pretty big Marvel fan. You've done some stuff with Stan a couple years ago. Can you talk a little on that? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely a big fan. You know, obviously the little kid in me, you know, uh, who uh, never ceases to to uh, you know look to have fun and whatnot. I definitely always interested and always uh, into Marvel comics and everything. I grew up with comics, uh, and it's funny because uh, my friends were DC. Fans. And here I, am going, here I am, like dropping deuces on the other side, like, hey guys, and it's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, we give props to certain movies that have come out from from uh, from the other side of things, but uh, it's kind of hard to ignore what's Mar- what Marvel's put out. So uh, I heard there's a screening. You guys saw Civil War already? Yeah, they gave, yeah, they gave us a private screening, which was awesome. You know, definitely a privilege that we got to take advantage of. Uh, thank you, obviously, Mar- <laughs> Marvel who put it together. Uh, it's all me, uh, so you're welcome. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, I was definitely a big fan of it. Uh, I, I kind of noticed at the stadium they, they're putting up the signs like Team Cap or Team Iron Man, and uh, I'm kind of sitting there in Team Cap side of things, you know. Why is that? Uh, just for me personally, this is kind of where I'm at on the side of things, you know. Uh, my, more of my favorite characters are literally go uh, figure on Captain's side. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we. Uh, I don't know. We kind of let that one be for now because I don't want to spoil that for those who haven't watched it. I know. I read an interview where I know your favorite character is on a different side of things. We yes. won't talk about him. Yes. But who would be your favorite Marvel? Uh, character? but that was just more so me growing up. That's just kind of like uh, uh, one of those things where yeah, it was kind of hard to ignore that guy. Uh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, respectfully. Uh, <laughs> but on the Marvel side of things, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a big Spider-Man. Uh, the fact that uh, I think my personality when he's in character obviously not you know taking pictures of him just being a regular news guy, news guy uh, reporter guy but uh, for myself it's the fact that you know he just he's silly and I think if me behind a mask I think I'd, uh, I'd turn out to be quite the, quite in that, in that category so to speak uh, 
but uh, obviously the, the more famous, the more popular ones that are out now, you know, ones that just came out. But one of the big things I was a big fan of was, uh, you know, Black Panther was able to come out. Yeah. That was one of the big things that uh, made me feel, uh, as a fan of comic books and uh, of all characters, pretty much, I, uh, I was really happy to see him in the movie this one. So uh, all in all, uh, he's another guy that's kind of one of those sleeper characters that I'm a big fan of. Uh, last question, because we know you're, you're busy, but uh, we saw on the Instagram uh, you had a Tokidoki picture. Are you a collector yes. of anything? Uh, I'm a big fan of Tokidoki. Uh, I do have a bunch of the little mini figures, uh, little t- uh, desktop figures. I have keychains and whatnot, uh, but I'm a big fan of like, their hats you know, and, the, and, the, and the shirts that they got. You know, the, uh, I've been able to meet... Uh, uh, Mr. Legrand, uh, uh, Simone. Yeah, I've, I've been able to I've been able to meet him, and uh, we went down to LA, and I was able to you know go down to the, to their you know their uh, their setup and see their setup and whatnot. I mean, wow! Like to me, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, me and, and me and Adios. I mean, I'm kind of. What's funny is that uh, he dropped Toki Doki, and I. Oh yeah! So for have, fans who are listening, you're showing a Toki Doki. I literally have an Adios tattoo amazing. on my like sorry because. There's it's California outline on there, and the stars kind of like probably where I'm from, so it's kind of <laughs> cool because like I, I don't know, feel I relate. <laughs> you uh, did you get to see the Marvel Tokidoki stuff they did a couple years ago? Uh, actually, yes, I actually have a couple of my uh, figures of myself, uh, the little Thor ones. I'm a big fan of the owners dropping the hammer, so uh, I don't know, it's kind of cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Oh, that's what's up. You guys, uh, I tell you, the whole marble thing, it brings out the little kid in me. It's, it's, it's definitely much appreciated. Well, good. When you come to New York, come by the office. We'll see we just had Hunter by, and, you know, it's, it's a fun place to come visit. Hey, I'm game. Right. <laughs> thanks again. Appreciate it, fellas. That's what's up. <laughs> hey, Ryan Panagos here again this week in Marvel, and I'm joined by... Uh, Peter Shinkoda. You might know me or be familiar with me uh, through my work on uh, Marvel's Daredevil on Netflix. So how did you get your uh, your path to my... I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Ah. We were talking about that beforehand. Uh, we've already done an episode with you, talking a little bit yeah. about the history and all that That's stuff. Right. That's um, right. But we're here in San Francisco for Marvel Superheroes Day, and totally. you were on a panel with Stan Lee and Axel Alonso, and you look like a kid in a candy store. Oh, it was awesome. I was just sitting there beside myself, and I, a lot of thoughts were going. When, when, when my eyes looked down, I was actually just thinking about all the nights... Fall asleep reading, you know, my stacks of Marvel comic books. And it was stacks of Marvel comic books. There was a couple of Wonder Womans and, you know, Supermans in I'm there. I'm not familiar with who those characters yeah, are. Yeah, I, I, I kind of recall. I used to, was, yeah, there were some stories that I read there. But I was, Marvel. Yes. Marvel was in. I'm just sitting there with Stan. I was going, Mom, Dad, <laughs> bite your tongues. I'm sitting here with <laughs> my God. <laughs> and you know what? I was doing research. As you said, turn off the lights and go to sleep. I was doing research. I was doing homework for my future job. That comic book was research. Those comic books. Really, they were. I look back and now and I'm like, I knew, I knew what was going on. Yeah. Had you ever met Stan before? I had. Okay. I met him uh, once at his office. I'm friends with some of the people over at the, okay, the cool. Powell office. And I went, met him up there. I, I went to the premiere of his the Stanley documentary. Um, and... Uh, uh, of course, here, and I met him. I was here last year mm-hmm. at um, here at uh, AT&T Park. So, okay, yeah, so this is just, like, a, a super cool event. I, this is my first time here. It's so, awesome. like, the fans are so excited. Totally. Everybody's having a good time. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's great. And I noticed all you, you Marvel guys came in from all of the like, many different cities. <laughs> You're all here. But when funny thing is when the when – the, 
when the beer went empty over there in our VIP suite, <laughs> all the marble guys took off. <laughs> you know, uh, we, we had other places to go. Right, oh, we're, right. I'm looking over there. The Derby is running right uh, now. I got some money. Let's uh -oh. go. Trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now we we're two seasons into uh, Marvel's Daredevil. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a pretty fun time. It's that, that part of the universe has been... Cool. Was it fun shooting season two and doing all that crazy stuff? Yeah, it's always fun. It, it's always fun shooting no matter what. Yeah. But this is, you know, a special place in my heart because I'm such a big fan of Marvel and the, and the, and the, the Frank Miller run because I was reading all that Ninja Electra stuff as a child. Um, so when I'm shooting, it's awesome. And it, it's just a great uh, production and crew to work with. So it's fun. And, uh, you know, facing off against Daredevil every second day on that set is pretty amazing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm in there. Sure, I'm not a superhero. I'm a super villain. Like, I'm living <laughs> in that world of Thor and the Hulk. And come on, man. I mean, it's like Christmas every day when I'm on set. Did you, could you, so when you were reading comics as a kid, yeah. who, where did you see yourself? Like, it, like me, I think part of me wanted to be an X-Man. When mm -hmm. I was a kid, because yep. that was the characters I, yeah. I read a lot. Right. Um, later on, it was a little bit more like Iron Man, just because that's the suit and everything. That was super cool. Where where did you where did your head go for you? Yeah, I was a big X-Men fan, mm -hmm. Spider-Man fan, Daredevil. Those are the three, okay. by far. Of course, I wanted to be Spider-Man. My name is Peter. <laughs> that's the way kids think. But and I also... also like, Spider-Man, the mask. Like, anyone can be Spider-Man. Right. Like, right. Like, there's that... That's one of the beauties about Spidey, is yep. like... Everyone can be Spider-Man. You can be Spider-Man. I can't. I don't care how long I grow my hair. I can't cosplay as Thor. <laughs> but everybody, you're right. Everybody can be Spidey. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I used to. What was the question? Uh, where did you like sort of envision like? Oh well, because I think everybody has that thought when they're young. Yeah, they're reading yeah in child uh, fantasy terms, I, I was. I already wanted to be an actor, and I thought, yeah, but there was no wave or no genre of superhero. Then maybe, you know, when I was younger, there was the live-action Spider-Man TV show, yeah. which, I, you know, I caught some episodes out of the Hulk, but never did I envision there was going to be a world where they can, they can do live-action versions of every character that, that uh, Marvel and uh, that other company are doing. So I didn't really, uh, you know, I never really considered that. But in my child, my small little pea brain, you know, and then child <laughs> fantasy thoughts. Yeah, I wanted to be any one of these superheroes. I didn't want, I didn't actually dream that I wanted to be one of the, you know, uh, the, the head, the hand administrators. But I loved reading the storylines. I loved yeah. seeing them, the, the ninjas. And I loved to see Karigi. And I loved to see um, Elektra, you know, torn between uh, having to assassinate Matt or, or save him uh, and kill all these ninjas. I loved it. I mean, it was like, a, you know, I know the older, the, the adults were watching Dynasty and Knott's Landing. <laughs> but I was reading. Electra, the storyline with with the hand and um, you know and, and Gladiator and, and and Daredevil, I just loved it. I loved it. Could not. You know, I don't know. I don't know how many rereads I'd go sure. through. You know. Yeah, I think and you know that that's the testament to those the comics that like hooked us. Yep. How many times I've read you've read these Daredevil stories or I've yep. read like the Infinity Gauntlet or oh. like various things that okay. like are the the pillars that hooked us. Yeah. Yeah. And I just went back home this uh, this past summer, and I, I read them all. I read them <laughs> yeah. all again. I didn't know they're pretty quick reads, you know. As an adult, I don't have much an opportunity to, 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 to read comics. You know, I got uh, a lot of concerns like eating <laughs> and putting a roof over my head. But, oh, my God, yeah, it, it just brought so much back. I, and then I went to, 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 uh, to visit Marvel uh, in Manhattan, and 
and uh, Blake gave me like 10 pounds of comics and I've gone through half of them. I, it's amazing. <laughs> I can't get more free time so I just tear through these comics. It's awesome. I know. Now, you know, and, and now I'm revisiting them because of this, you know, Marvel's terror. For sure. You know, I'm actually, I got an excuse to say, this is my job now. I have to read <laughs> comics. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I love it. I love the place I'm in and I love to be, you know, part of your the marvel's efforts absolutely it's, it's an honor may everybody be blessed to love what they do like you do yeah. it's really it's cool it's inspiring yeah, it's nice. it is I, I try to tell my parents that you know you were the biggest obstacle you give me that asian parent grief and here i am and it would have been easier with your support mom <laughs> dad <laughs> um awesome where can fans find you on social media online and all that good stuff uh you can find me at uh at peterson Cone on twitter that's my handle and um at peter.shincota on Instagram. Search me up on Facebook. You can go to my personal uh, page. You can go to my fan page. Either or I respond. I love it. Come Where else can me. fans see you? Uh, I, I try to learn. Uh, what am I doing now? Well, I, I can't discuss one thing that I might be doing. <laughs> and there's something else that I hope to land in the next few days. But uh, I'm just trying to ride the Daredevil Season 2 wave right now. Apparently, I'm doing it well because I'm getting free beer here in the VIP booth at, uh, at AT&T Park in San Francisco. Pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. It's a Bud Light, but, you know, I'll take it as free. <laughs> uh, thank you, Peter. Thank you. This is Marvel, yeah. your universe. Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to This Weekend Marvel. I'm Ryan Panagos, Vice President and Executive Editor, a.k.a. Marvel Agent M, joined by... Brian Crosby, Creative Director, Marvel-themed entertainment. What the heck? does that mean? It's a great question. I was hoping you could answer it. Um, no, Ryan, that means uh, I'm responsible for uh, the Marvel characters as they show up anywhere in the dimensional world. So anything that's not comics, TV, movies, uh, that falls into my jurisdiction. So that's uh, things like theme park attractions, traveling shows, character appearances, comic cons, uh, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Is that explain why we're sitting in a really fancy suite inside AT&T Park in San Francisco? It totally does explain that. On Marvel Superheroes Day? It totally does explain So that. what did y'all do? What did you do for this event that we're at? Frankly, I didn't do a lot. Congratulations. Thank you. Well so done. And you yeah. got a nice trip here? I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, no, so we, uh, we have a lot of great partners and I know we've been trying to do things with, um, with Major League Baseball in the past and we've had a few kind of uh, unofficial uh, I guess Marvel Days, Stan Lee's been out here to San Francisco, to AT&T Park, to uh, throughout the first pitch and things like that in years past. And this is the first year that we uh, really made it official. And, uh, you know, we had a, a great panel today earlier with uh, Stan Lee himself, and uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, people actually paid, you know, uh, uh, kind of a separate price tag to get in and do this event where they got a Captain America bobblehead painted in uh, San Francisco Giants orange and green, orange, orange and black. Orange and green? Yeah, orange and green colors, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> gay, gay sports ball. <laughs> and you're the sports fan. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a baseball guy. I'm sorry, I'm nervous. This is my first time. That's good, good. I like being Marvel. intimidating. I know. I'm a longtime listener, Ryan, so this is great. Congratulations. Yeah. So this is awesome <laughs> to be here in the uh, in the uh, friendly confines. I remember the first time we met in person. It was at the first D twenty three that Marvel was a part of, and Joe Q Joe Casada had his big uh, Marvel panel. Yeah. And I think I was just hanging out in the crowd, and you came over to say hi, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Who is this crazy man? Yeah. Uh, and then I found out, oh, you worked at Disney, and we became buds, and that was super cool. 
So that doesn't you, take away from the fact that I was just a crazy man. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And yeah. you still are, and that's yeah, yeah. fine. I think we've reconciled that. Yes. But the your path to being the creative director for Marvel themed entertainment started previously when you were at Disney Imagineering, right? Yeah, I was a I was a concept designer at Disney for ten years. I was an Imagineer there. Uh, worked on a lot of different attractions. Uh, worked on Finding Nemo, Submarine Voyage. Uh, did the, kind of the Marvel monorails that showed up to support Avengers and Iron Man 3. Um, it was through that, those and some other you know, Marvel projects that we had in the works at the time, which are now uh, coming to fruition in the form of the Iron Man experience that's coming to Hong Kong, uh, Disneyland. Uh, got to know a lot of the guys at Marvel, got to know Joe Q real well, got involved with, uh, we helped uh, kind of co-create the, uh, the Disney Kingdom's line of comics. Um, with the Secrets of the Weird is where we started, and then Figment, Haunted Mansion, and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Um, and so just kind of got to know Marvel. And then once this opportunity showed up, I think Marvel was just kind of looking overall at uh, their presence in terms of films and comics and, you know, always top of the line. And being a part of the Walt Disney family, uh, theme parks is a big part of that. And I think they really wanted to uh, bring somebody on board that had some theme park experience and knowing the Marvel guys and being a huge Marvel fan myself, it was kind of a natural fit. So it's been, it's been awesome. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned the, some of the stuff that you worked on when you were at Imagineering. What else? Like, cause I, I'm just fascinated with that part of it yeah. is being someone who loves going to the Disney theme parks, mm -hmm. like looking at the intricacies of them and the storytelling and the way mm -hmm. the rides or the attractions work and all that stuff. Like yeah. what else were you involved in? Well, you know, I can't still can't talk about a lot of the stuff even now. Cause I mean, a lot of those projects take, take years mm. uh, to develop, but I, I was involved with uh, so the early iterations of what will become the new Star Wars land uh, coming to Disneyland, so I was involved with that. I worked on that for about three years, so that wow. took a big chunk of my life, and uh, I worked on Iron Man Experience for three years, and then I also worked on the Tron Light Cycles attraction going into Shanghai Disneyland. Um, and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a Marvel presence in Shanghai. Yeah, I was about to say, I gotta I, I should really find a way to go there and, and check that out as well. Right, is that a subtle or not so subtle? Not hint? definitely not subtle. I'm saying Brian, we go. let's go to Shanghai tomorrow and go hang out in the not yet completed theme park. You'd be very unimpressed with Aww. what is there tomorrow. Oh, but we do have <laughs> probably in another week or so you could see kind of the the beginnings of the Marvel Universe presence that's going to be there. That's cool. Some fun stuff. So, Getting from a, to meet Spider-Man. From like a day-to-day -day perspective, what is that, like how does that look for you? What what kind of things are you dealing with that you can talk about on, on a project like that? Um, it's, you know, a lot of it is, I, I like to be on the front end, front end of a lot of that development. That's, I think that's, that's the real fun part for me is, you know, getting to actually be in the room uh, kind of breaking the story, working with the, the Imagineers or whatever partner we're working with, um, and uh, kind of just pie in the sky. Like, what, what do we want to do? Where do we want to go? Who do we want to see? All that kind of stuff. That's the real fun. Yeah. And then uh, designing it and coming up with the right story, uh, reviewing a lot of scripts. Uh, then, you know, seeing it all the way through to completion, looking at graphics packages and character appearances and approving costumes and designing costumes. You know, a lot of that... Um, is that's kind of my day to day. You know, we're you know the, the Disney parks is a huge entity. It's a huge part of uh, of my workload. But we also have you know in a, in a couple of weeks we're opening up the Avengers station, 
um, in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We, ha we did that in New York. Yeah. Um, and you could hear the crowd was even really excited I know. as you started talking about Avenger Station I'd opening like, in Las I'd Vegas. I'd like to thank all of San Francisco for being so supportive. You know, like they're just such a great crowd. <laughs> But yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's, there's just so much going on, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. So I mean, uh, then out at the Universal Parks, we got the Incredible Hulk and coasters coming back this summer. Yep. Uh, so we're involved with that. So pretty much anything you know, Marvel touches in the dimensional world. You know, we're actually we're traveling the Marvel Universe Live show right now, um, and then uh, you know, it's just it's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot going on. Marvel's everywhere. It, it's kind of pretty great. Totally. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you grew up, I imagine, a Marvel fan, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, who were you? Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That was my uh, that was my gateway drug to the Marvel universe. Um, so that's where it started with was animation, mm -hmm. you know, and then uh, got into comics when I was about about ten years old, and uh, there was a, a buddy of mine who was a big X-Men fan in junior high, um, and so he and I started getting you know really diving deep into the X-Men. Uh, really attracted to you know bishop and i thought that story was really cool and uh, it was the the mullet right the mullet oh, totally. and the, like the, the scarf. Jerry Curl mullet yeah that, that gets everybody you can't beat that no um so yeah so that that was kind of how i got into it and uh always wanted to work in comics wanted to draw comics and uh about 1999 i got my first job you know working in comics doing a, a small indie thing it was kind of the beginning of digital comics um, but that was that was how I broke into the business, and then finally broke in with Disney in 2005. Wow! Uh, and now I'm here. I sit with you. Uh, so you had? Did you have any sort of? I don't even know. Is there formal training for stuff that's like that kind of level of design on the Imagineering side? I mean, there is, yeah. but that was not my path. Right. Um, my path was truly through illustration, and I I thought I was going to be a comic book artist. That was my goal. Um, I went to Cal State Fullerton in, in California um, and, stud, like I said, studied illustration and, that, and storyboarding, and that was really what I wanted to do. And mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't until I entered the design competition with Disney uh, in 2005 that I broke in. And I, so I kind of had to learn the craft of uh, theme park design on the, on the fly, uh, just kind of learning it by being around, you know, amazing designers that were doing it every day. I was about to say, though, like in, in terms of – having a place to get a crash course, that's kind of got to be an amazing way yeah. to experience it. Totally is. I mean, I became, you know, good friends with, with Tony Baxter, who was kind of the, uh, kind of spearheaded things like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and, and Star Tours and, you know, numerous other attractions, uh, you know, the, the reimagining of Fantasyland in 1983. So he was a big, great mentor of mine uh, at Disney, just kind of learning the ropes, l understanding the, the politics and how you pitch and you know then I got to meet you know a lot of other great designers like uh, Kevin Rafferty amazing writer and Robert Coulter an amazing designer and just got to work with these guys who knew the craft really well not just of drawing and designing but just telling stories in that medium because you it is a different way of telling stories because right. you have to stop thinking of how I project my you know when I read a comic or when I watch a film you project yourself into the the protagonist so it's you know how do you think about the guest you know as the protagonist of the experience and because it's it's no longer a passive way of consuming the product you are stepping into it and you're actively doing something mm -hmm. so that was a that was a shift for me in learning how to design and tell stories that way and i don't think a lot of people consciously think about that aspect of it even like you go to you go in and you enjoy all these experiences mm -hmm. but if you 
step back and think of it that way is like really it's a fascinating way to to yeah. approach it. It makes a hundred percent sense. Like I just think about haunted mansion, right? You know, or big thunder mountain Railroad, or like any any good attraction that you are absorbed into. Yeah, you're the one on yeah. the runaway mine train, or mm-hmm. you're the one bobsledding through the Matterhorn Mountain. It's not about some fictional character that you're seeing do it. Yeah, and that's totally entertaining too. But it's a completely different way of of designing an experience. So I mean, when I have to storyboard things, like when I was storyboarding Tron, I had to do it from the perspective of of the guest and what does the guest see, which sometimes doesn't really make for the most exciting art mm-hmm. because you're looking at it as a as a guest would see it. Right. Same with Iron Man experience. So it's it's very different than when you uh, storyboard out a movie and you're looking for the most dynamic shot. You know, it's it's like it's all here right in front of me. What exactly am I seeing? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's a it's a challenge, but it's a, it's one that I really like because I I've always loved Disneyland. I grew up you know in Orange County around sure. Anaheim, and uh, so it was always kind of a part of my my childhood. You know, kind of day to day, just having Disneyland looming over all of us. I'm fascinated <coughs> by that yeah. aspect because I grew up. In, I mean, I'm from New York, grew up yeah. there, and so we would go. My mom and I would go to Disney World. You know, and yeah. so I like Epcot and the Magic Kingdom were like, that was where I went, but it wasn't often, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't have a ton of money. And then I only went to Disneyland for the first time, probably like seven or eight years ago, you know, just because the job was taking That's me out amazing. to yeah. California all the time. And I was like, yeah. screw this. Disneyland is like 40 minutes. I'm going to go and just drive there and go by myself and see what this is all about. And now I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I mean, when we were doing the Figment comic book, uh, I think we really had our eyes opened a little bit to the affinity for that character. And for me, having grown up on the West Coast, I didn't even know who Figment was until wow. I was about 15. Okay. Um, and when I went to Disney World for the first time. Right. And But you know, now knowing so many people that grew up on the East Coast and grew up in Florida uh, have such an affinity for that character in the same way that a lot of people think about Mickey Mouse or, you know, it's it's uh, yeah. it's they're as passionate about figment. No, I I can I probably still have in my mom's house my figment, you know, plush from when I was a kid. Uh-huh. He's you know like I, yeah, hundred percent. That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, people and people really took to the comic book, which, yeah. which was great. Just yesterday, I was at the, uh, you know, we're here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We've already established that. I went to the Walt Disney Family Museum. Yeah, um, and figment was on sale in the Walt Disney Family Museum. How cool store. is that? Yeah. So there was actually two books that that I had a hand in in there, which was a lot of fun to see. It was really cool um, to be a part of that. Two books. What was was the other one? uh, The other one was a Marty Sklar book, uh, who was a longtime Imagineer, uh, worked with Walt himself. He's probably the only he's the only living Imagineer who had a hand in every single park that's ever been built. Wow. And uh, he wrote a book called uh, One Little Spark. Uh, had a lot of Imagineers kind of talking about their kind of their road to to Disney. And I got a chance to participate in that, so that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so you, you've also gotten to do a little bit of comic book work for Marvel, yeah. at least in terms of like covers and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What did you do? What's some covers you've done? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I've done variant covers for most of the uh, most of the Disney Kingdoms books. Secrets of the Weird. I did one for each one. Um, Haunted Mansion actually reutilized paintings that I had done for the Disney Gallery. Uh, down in Anaheim, so they took those and then turned them into covers, which was cool. Uh, and then I did one giant poster uh, for Big Thunder Mountain that was turned into four smaller covers. 
Uh, so once you put all the four covers together, sure. it became one giant image. So that was a lot of that was cool to do. Um, so yeah, so I, I have a I have a great time doing that. Um, got to do I did a painting for the Disney uh, Gallery down in Anaheim, the Wonderground Gallery of Groot. So that was my first kind of Marvel character to get out there. Uh -huh. So that was a, that was you know fun to do. That's great. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of things that I'm trying to make sure we can't talk about yet. But you mentioned, due time. Like, in due time. yeah, in due time, incredible Hulk coaster. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll go down there. We'll talk about that yeah, if we're we'll together. Yeah. We'll, we'll actually do something from from the park there. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. Um, <clears throat> Dubai. Yes. The yeah. IMG Worlds of Adventure. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I know not everybody can make it out to Dubai that listens to the show. We, hey, look, we've already been there. I well, mean, we've been there. You and I have been to Dubai. And you before. have a global audience. We do. We definitely right? do. So those who can yeah. should, because it's going to be a lot of fun. It's yeah. actually, it's like a, a like a full land of you know Marvel attractions, restaurants, uh, retail. And you've actively been working with the yes. teams on those. So yeah. it's not just like, hey, we gave a license to some random group and they just put. Marvel on like off the shelf carnival attractions. Yeah, no, I I, I wouldn't find that uh, very entertaining <laughs> to do at all. You know, no. to rubber stamp no you know, things approved or not approved. It's m much more fun to be engaged and to collaborate with with the partners. Um, so even if it's not Disney, you know, these are it's still the Marvel brand, and it's still important that it's uh, evocative and true to our characters. Um, and so, you know, I, I feel the best way to do that is to really just be as, as hands-on as I possibly can. And all of our partners are, are, are open to that, which has been, you know, great. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, absolutely a Marvel experience, and there's going to be great new attractions that, that'll be there. So Cool. Um, I wish some of them could come to the States so <laughs> more people could ride them that are here that have asked me about that, 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 uh, that family entertainment center. But uh, it'll be cool. It'll be a lot of fun right. for people out there. Yeah, but also close to home, closer to home for many of our listeners in Las Vegas. Yeah. They can see uh, the Avenger Station, yep. which, you know, we had the Avenger Station in New York. Is it changing much? In uh, yeah, what's great about that is that's probably our, our, only, <laughs> um, our only exhibit that is completely devoted to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's completely MCU. And it's totally immersive. So you're you're actually going to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like you go to Avenger Station, you become uh, an, an, a station agent, and you walk through these various rooms where you can test your own prowess as compared to Captain America or Iron Man. Learn about the science behind the Incredible Hulk, things yeah. like that. Uh, but it's totally immersive, and it does evolve. So what was in New York was what was evocative, or what was happening then. Um, and now, oh my gosh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, people are so excited. This is great. Wow, you know what? Thanks, thank everybody. you, San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, we're, we're a few more films into the MCU. Uh -huh. So we have seen Age of Ultron and we've seen uh, Ant-Man and things like that. So there's new characters to explore and new sciences to explore, like uh, pin particles and things like that. Uh, artificial intelligence with Vision and Ultron. So... Uh, yeah, what's great about that that exhibit or that show is that it evolves every time we do it. Um, so it's 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 pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So maybe we'll get together there, talk a little bit more in depth about that there. I know we have so many things to do this summer, Ryan. It's going to be fun. It's tough, you know, our lives. Know. So brutal. <laughs> so brutal. That's so annoying <laughs> to everyone listening. I, I don't care. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's life. I know. You know, we, we get to have fun and we try to bring as much of that well, to the Well, as a fans. listener to the show, mm-hmm. I hear you guys talk about going to the screenings of the films and things like that. Yeah. And fortunately, I get to go to them too. Yeah. But so, I'm sitting there going, if I didn't get to go... <laughs> Man, this would make me very <laughs> surly and downtrodden. Yeah, but you know, it's generally it's all stuff that we're going to be able to bring to the fans in one way, shape, or form. Yes. You know, yeah. Like all these experiences, we're excited about them, and if we weren't excited, we'd be, you know, up Poop's Creek, so to speak. Whoa. Yeah. Language. Language, right? Yeah. I learned from Cap. Uh, all right. Brian, where are your fans going to find you? Can they find you online anymore? Uh, not a lot. I know no. we've talked about this in the past. Yeah. I'm not a huge social media. I just don't have time. But uh, I do ha- do LinkedIn and uh, DeviantArt. I <laughs> do LinkedIn. I do LinkedIn. Is that, is that Bro, what the kids call it? Come on. I don't know. <laughs> what do kids call doing LinkedIn? Not what? That's not I, a... I don't know, man. <laughs> this is fantastic. I, I, have, I have a LinkedIn page. Great. So you can. But you also have a DeviantArt page. I do have a DeviantArt page. What, what kind of stuff you have up on there? I post um, all my my gallery art, so the stuff I've done for uh, I've done for Haunted Mansion and, and and the Disney Kingdom's comics is up there, so people can look at that. And some of my early stuff uh, that, frankly, I'm not super proud of, but I put it up there anyway. So. Hey man. What up? It's all you. Yeah. It's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Brian, thank you. No, this is great. It's great to talk to you because I hear we talk all. We I, literally. I know we talk. Kind of talk like once a week, maybe. I know, but it's great to see you in person. It is. It is because I. I, I just like giving you crap. I know. It makes me happy. It's all good. No, I hear Mark and and Patrick on the show, and unfortunately, see, you have to see but them. But I see all the time. them every single day, so it's a little <laughs> weird to listen to them on my commute, and then see them in person. Yeah. Which is a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. But I don't get to see you and Blake and, and who you guys are. Yeah, you could just watch Blake rubbing his beard for hours on end. <laughs> Super sexy. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that's a wrap for this one, guys. Uh, more to come. This is Marvel, your universe. All right, everybody, Giants fans. How's everybody doing? we got to be a little louder than that. Come on, Giants fans, make some noise. You know this is going to be a party. We got the, the the most amazing fans of all Major League Baseball right here at AT&T Park. We have a beautiful park. We got the best theme nights, don't we? Yes, we do. And I just want to thank each and every one of you for coming out. My name is Franco Finn. I've seen a lot of you over the years. But today, this is Marvel Super Heroes Day. Oh, yes. Marvel Superheroes Day. This is the first uh, one for Major League Baseball to have the Marvel name attached to it. So you know you've seen it change over the years, but this is official. This is officially Marvel Superheroes Day here at AT&T Park, and we have some special guests here. I'm going to conduct some Q&As. We'll have a chance for you guys to ask uh, some questions as well, and it's been a huge tradition. Uh, I won't introduce the next set of guests after because it's going to be a two-parter, right? But you know who's coming here a little bit later, right? A little Stan Lee, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we're going to do some cool things with some technology. You saw us uh, testing out this Beam Pro thing. It's like a robot, basically. So we're going to have like a virtual interview right here. But first off, to kick things off for Marvel Superheroes Day, uh, how many, first off, have watched Daredevil on Netflix, that series? Yeah? All right. Well, right on. You guys are diehard fans here. Well, we have a character, an actor here who uh, is coming here to hang out with us, of course, and uh, enjoying all the festivities. He plays Nobu, one of the villains in the series there, if you've ever watched it. His name is Peter Shigoto. Come on, give a round of applause, my man. 
All right. Have a seat right there, Peter. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, and we'll, we're going to get right into it. We're going to have some fun okay. because, uh, yes. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to ask some questions, of course. Let's talk about this Netflix series, Daredevil, okay? It's, um, for those fans who may have not seen it before, kind of give us a little background about it and your role as Nobu. Uh, well, Daredevil, if you're not familiar with uh, the hero, he's a blind uh, lawyer in New York City, and uh, he's trying to clean up his, his neighborhood of Hell's Kitchen. I'm the thorn in his side. Uh, I, I, I play a character, Nobu, and uh, I'm kind of immortal, and uh, I keep coming back and, and screwing up uh, his plans and, and, and hurting him and lacerating him, and uh, that's about it. I, I'm really not at liberty to say much more. <laughs> It, well, talk about your character. I mean, like, you know, what do you do to prepare for your character? Uh, how did you get the role and, and the audition? You know, the audition process for it. Well, the audition was uh, the, the normal process. I went through my reps, and they sent off tapes to New York City, the casting, and I read a few times, and uh, they offered me the role. When I got to New York, I wasn't familiar with uh, the character Nobu that I found out I was playing, and uh, it kind of just organically developed as we're shooting, and then uh, I, I finally found out this season exactly to, to what extent or, or to, to what extent my character is uh, you know involved in this I, I don't want to give any spoilers but my, my character I'm gonna give you a spoiler I, I found the <laughs> there you go that's <laughs> what we want to hear <laughs> my character founded the hand and uh, the, the hand actually if you're familiar with the, the the MCU the hand formed Hydra also so okay. perhaps I might be the father of all evil in the MCU on earth <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I like I it. So, talk about your involvement. What, what, what's your thoughts being a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? You know, it's a huge machine. We love it. You know, there's all sorts of great stories, characters, and everything. You're a part of this now, and uh, it's crazy. What are you? What are your thoughts on that? How's it been so far? Well, it, it's 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 a dream come true. First of all, uh, uh, Stan. Yeah. Working for Stan, I actually can call him a boss. He's one of the best, you <laughs> know, uh, storytellers the world's ever seen. Spielberg, Shakespeare, Stan Lee. Those are the three S's to me. Uh, so I agree. I, so I call him a boss and a friend, and uh, th that's incredible because I, I read uh, Daredevil comics a lot as a kid because I related to the hand, and I uh, loved Elektra, uh, you know, Stick, all that stuff. So it's a thrill because I'm on, I'm on camera with these these characters, right? Yeah. So um, it, it's it's a, it's a fine line. I'm I'm kind of playing, but I'm kind of just like living in fantasy, you know, and they're filming it. So every day I, I'm, 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 I'm thankful and grateful that I get to live out my dream, you know. And that being said, if you guys have any dreams, aspirations, just, just chase them. Don't, don't go for no it. for an answer. Like my parents laughed at me. Now they're like, can we meet Stan? You know, I introduced him to Steven Spielberg once. And they're like, what? So, uh, you know, ne never doubt yourself and just, uh, you know, go for your dreams, especially if you're, you're – Convinced within yourself, you know. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. We got, we got some action back here, huh? Whoa! Hey, I like it. Yeah. We, we are like on by me. the field. <laughs> Watch out now. American Ford. <laughs> right there. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, talk about working with Charlie Cox, uh, who's Daredevil in this series. Uh, what's it like? Charlie is is an amazing, an amazing actor. First of all, I mean, he's just incredible. Uh, I thought he did a great job in season one. In season two, he even took it up a notch. Uh, he's magnificent at playing somebody with, with uh, you know, sight impairment. Um, he's also has been awarded by the, uh, the, the, the hearing, uh, the, the Blind um, Society of the United States. Uh, he's, he's been awarded. But I think that he, he's actually better in season two. And uh, as far as uh, my working relationship with him, he's, he's the best. He's just such a gentleman. Um, in season two, he, he, he's so involved 
so involved. Um, like the stakes are high for him. Like he, he's carrying the show on his shoulders. I, of course, you got John Bernthal playing the Punisher now, but uh, really Charlie is is such a such a um, a big element of the success of the show because he takes it very seriously. He yeah. is every moment that we, we are shooting, it, it has to. Um, it has to, uh, it makes sense, it has to be logical to Charlie, and I see that, and it's infectious. He's just a great, great, uh, great person and artist to work with. That's awesome. And uh, talk about, you know, we got, obviously, the backdrop here, Civil War. How many yeah. have seen it, will see it, going to see it? Yeah, a lot of that. I, I hear it's amazing. The reviews have been awesome. Any thoughts on uh, this upcoming Marvel movie? Yeah, I think it's going to be great. It's in my opinion, I love Civil War and I love Avengers 1. I think this might top them. Uh, from everything yeah. I've seen, it looks just incredible. Um, I had tickets to see it in L.A. Uh, tonight, but uh, I had to give them away. <laughs> You're with us. Here I am. Right? And I, I was, I'm, I've been waiting, you know, 30 years to see this as, as well, you know. It's, it's going to be great. Team I love those characters. Team Cap or Team Iron Man? <laughs> I, I've answered this question before. As Peter Shinkoda, I would go... Probably Team Cap. As <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, I like my liberties. As <laughs> Nobu, I would allow them to make that registry of superheroes, and I'd, I'd raid Stark Towers or Avengers Towers, steal that manifesto, steal uh -huh. the list, and then I'd go assassinate all the superheroes. <laughs> as Nobu. That's, That's what awesome. I probably would do. That's awesome. And, and you're uh, from, uh, we were talking before, you're from uh, Montreal, right? Yeah, I am Canadian, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you made your way out here. And uh, what's your impressions of San Francisco? This so is my far? favorite city in the world, by the way. Oh, it really is. It really <laughs> is. I've been here, I don't know, 80, 90 times. The first yeah. time I ever came to California, I landed at, uh, at the airport and I went down to San Jose, stayed with my buddy, and uh, he lived in uh, actually Cupertino. And then I made my way down to Los Angeles. Um, so this is the first time, uh, the first time I was ever in California was here in, in San Francisco. Nice. In fact, I was freezing in Montreal growing up yes. as a child. <laughs> and I wanted to be an actor so much. I wasn't really familiar with the Hollywood, San Francisco kind of like, uh, the rivalry. Yeah. But I kept telling my parents, let's move to San Francisco. Let's move to San Francisco. Yeah. Let's move to San Francisco. They never did, so. You know, I made it happen myself. Well, well we're happy to, to see you here. Thank you so much for well, making a, for a visit here. And uh, as we wrap up a couple things, we're going to get some Q&A here. Without giving out some insider knowledge, we're going to put you on the spot. What do you think the next superhero TV show will be? Do you think there's anything out there that's in the works? Do you know of anything? Have you heard I, of anything? I know nothing. No, I don't know anything. Come on. They're listening. They're listening to me. You're in the Marvel Universe. We, uh, you know you're in the insider. I thing, want to so. expand on Black Panther. I really love Black Panther. I want to okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I want to see uh, the Natasha Romanoff movie. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah, I want to see that. You want to um, see or we will see? I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see I'm trying it. to get some insider knowledge from these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, well, I want to see... Um, who else? I would love to see Marvel's The Hand series. Yeah. How about that? No. no. Well, this Sir, is. Hey, I guess this is a perfect segue. Shall we just? Uh, I'm gonna give up my seat to my boss. Have, have a seat right here. No, no, no. Have a seat right. This is All good. Right. This is good. This is live, everybody. We're making it happen for Marvel superheroes here, aren't we? Excelsior. Oh my goodness. Well, you know what? This is a great. Uh, Way to segue right through this, everybody, because our part two of our uh, Marvel Superheroes Day, we've got first off Via Beam Pro, which is this robot thing right here that you're seeing. Give it up for Axel Alonso, editor in chief of Marvel out of New York.
All right, and then this man needs no introduction because Marvel Super Heroes Day would not be Marvel Super Heroes Day without the man behind Marvel, the great Stan Lee. Oh my goodness. I tell you, okay, so we're gonna get right into this because uh, this is awesome. Came just in time. We're gonna have a big Q&A. Peter, stick around with us too for sure because we have so many questions to get to from these fans. But uh, my first question is for Axel since we gotta get you involved here. You're, you're a robot friend here today. This is something new we haven't done before. But Axel, Editor-in-Chief of Marvel, um, let's see here, my question to you. You've helped bring this, uh, wh where's that print? Do we have that print? Somewhere in here. <laughs> Do we have that print, by the way? The, is it? No, we don't. Oh, we don't have it. Okay. We're going to skip to the next question, actually. Can you hear me okay? All right. Give us a little test one, too, so we can hear you. Oh, there it is. Okay. Back to the thing here. Okay. You remember this print? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. So here with this print, the question is, you've helped bring this to life, and uh, we're commemorating the 2015 Silver Slugger winners. Tell us a little bit about working alongside Marvel and the artists to create this particular piece right here. Sure. You can hold. Who, by the way, are my favorite team. I'm born and bred in San Francisco, go Giants. Yeah. I've lived in New York for 20 years, but I'm still a Giants fan. There you go. Uh, we, we were given the opportunity to do a, a, a print. Uh, with the Silver Sluggers, uh, Buster Posey, Brandon Crawford, Madison Baumgartner, and uh, we work with artist Sean Chen and the Giants, and basically we put together a piece that shows them against a spectacular San Francisco backdrop, and uh, we work very close with the Giants, where we worked out the proportions and details of the guys, where they would be positioned, took it from pencils to inks to colors. Um, I had 100 pence in my office just a couple of weeks ago, walking him through the process, and he was blown away. It was really an honor and a tribute. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. And Stan, question uh, for any of you guys, really. Talk about the phenomena of superheroes, comics, all right? Superheroes, comics, it's, it's huge. It's getting bigger and bigger. Millions and millions of people are loving this. The characters are dressing up. They're coming to these themed events. Talk about the popular marriage with maybe sports, comics, superheroes, just everything now that's entertaining us these days. Can you share with us, Stan? People love whatever is the biggest and the best, the strongest, the most exciting. Well, what could be more exciting than sports? Superheroes. <laughs> no, they're both exciting. And the idea of marrying a superhero with a sports figure and a superhero group with a sports team, the idea of Axel and me being out here with all you sport buffs and comic buffs, it, it works out perfectly. In fact, I'm surprised all of you aren't holding a comic book, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Well, there's a question for, for any of you guys, really, and Pete, you could uh, actually chime in if you want to, Axel as well. Um, growing up as a child, I mean, what, I'm sure you've never in your wildest dreams thought that these characters, these franchises, everything you've created, Stan, everything you've worked on, it's come to this point where millions of fans are wanting more and it continues and continues to grow. Any thoughts on that, Stan? Uh, let's start with you, like your wildest dreams. When you were starting this thing, these ideas, and looking back well, listening to, to you now, I decided I want to raise. You sound so enthusiastic about all of this. But years ago, years ago, when we were doing these things, when we were starting 
these comics. All that the artists and the writers, all that I thought with all the rest of the guys, we just hoped the books would sell so that we could keep our job and be able to pay the rent. Nobody in a million years would have thought it would come to this, that I would be sitting and Axe will be God knows where he is, <laughs> would be somewhere in, in a giant stadium talking to fans of a giant team this way. It's great. It's just great. It's amazing. And Axel, I want to ask you, I mean, any projects that we can expect, look forward to, and then also looking back when you were a kid and doing what you do now. I mean, talk about that perspective as well and, and, and future projects. Can you share with us? Well, I'll just start by saying, you know, I grew up reading comic books written by Stan Lee. And uh, I never dreamed of being editor-in-chief. Uh, here I am. Uh, I love it. It's the greatest job in the world. And the, the fascinating thing for me is, you know, I've been at Marvel for 15 years. But now I live in a world where as editor-in-chief, I have the luxury that everybody knows who Captain America and Thor and Iron Man and the Hulk are. Even the Black Widow and Nick Fury. That's a very, very different world than I grew up in. And even a very different world from the Marvel I inherited when I started working there. You know, we're, we're an incredible form of mythology. And also, I just want to say a little bit about superheroes and sports. You know, uh, sports heroes are the closest thing you have in life to superheroes. I don't know about you, but Panda hitting three home runs in 2014, or Baumgartner in Game 7 in two, uh, 2012, or Baumgartner in 2014 in Game 7, that is superhero, all right? I love it. Look at that. See, he's got his baseball knowledge. Now, actually, speaking on that, which Giants player should, should turn into a superhero? I mean, we've seen Romo. You know, we got Pence. We got a bunch of characters on this squad. Anybody in particular you'd want to personally take it to the next level? You actually pick the two. I would have to go with my man Hunter Pence. You know, he's got, the thing about him is he's a genuine guy. I had him in my office just a, a couple of weeks ago. He's a big fanboy, loves his stuff. We talked about comics, about Iron Man, about Cap. And you're a really genuine guy, hero's heart, key, you know, clutch hitter. Uh, I think he'd make a great superhero. We'd do it in a heartbeat. I like it. He's definitely a character, one of our favorites, right, guys? Yeah. A good, good, good one right there, Axel. Let's get to Captain America Civil War. We'll get anyone's take on that. I mean, we actually heard from Peter earlier. Uh, actually, I want to hear from you too. But Stan, Civil War and Captain America, are you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Well, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so busy enjoying my cameo, I haven't had time. <laughs> I haven't had time to think of who I'm in favor of. And there is no way, there is no way that I would pick one of them because I don't want the other one for an enemy. Who'd want Iron Man to be mad at him? Or Captain America with that shield. You know, he throws that shield and he hits what he's aiming at. And I got a big head. So, no, I, I pick no favorites. I hope they both win. I, I know how it comes out, but I'm not <laughs> Exactly. That's awesome. And uh, Axel, share with us, I mean, uh, your thoughts of uh, Captain America, Civil War, any spoilers or anything we can expect? You're behind the scenes. No, no spoilers. I'm just, they're like, no spoilers. No, T give us your thoughts on, on Civil War. I'm on the Black Panthers team, a character created by Stanley. And after this weekend, everybody's going to know who the Black Panther is. It's, it's going to be incredible. All right, Black Panther, yes. And who's seen it, by the way? Who's seen Civil War? 
Oh, wow, already. It just came out, too. Who's going to see it? Everybody? Will you see it again? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, of course, the million dollar question, well, who's you? I mean, Team Cap or Team Iron Man? I mean, you said, did you, did you answer that already? I might have overheard of that. Team Cap or Team uh, uh, Iron Man? Is that for me? For you, Axel, yes. yes. I'm, I'm on Cap's side. All right, well, let's, uh, let, you know, let's do some Q&A. Is there anything else? I'm sure we have a ton of questions and stuff, even for Peter as well. Axel, Stan, of course, because uh, it's all about the What do you mean, here. Stan, of course? Stan, of course. I you only know? answer questions if I like <laughs> the question. <laughs> and uh, if I know the answer. <laughs> I love it. He always keeps me on my, uh, on my toes here. But let's, let's get the fans to participate. Okay, let's get the kids here. Here, come on. Speak up into the mic. Um, so... What's Thor's favorite donut? <laughs> What's Thor's favorite donut? What's Thor's favorite donut? <laughs> what is Thor's favorite, favorite donut? donut? Yeah. Sugar donuts. <laughs> Extra sprinkles on there. Yeah, here we go. That's a good, that's a good kid question. Uh, how about someone in the, wait, right there with the orange glasses. Yeah, speak up real loud and I'll repeat the question. Go ahead. Okay, so the repeating the question is, so Stan, I mean, this can go for anyone here. Overcoming some obstacles and, and whatnot, any kind of uh, advice that you'd like to give for those who may face little obstacles uh, in getting to their yeah, eventual if goal? You if you can't overcome an obstacle, walk around it. <laughs> <laughs> that is good right Take there. the easy way out. Peter, I'm, you know what? I'll, I'll I'm still worrying about what Thor's favorite donut is. You gotta <laughs> forgive me. I love it, Peter. How about you? How about some advice to some of these young kids here? You know, you're an actor. You're you're doing it. Uh, I think that if you have an obstacle, I, uh, you, I don't want to undermine your answer, Stan, boss. But uh, I think that maybe you should, uh, you know, you confront it, and whether you 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 overcome it or not you're gonna sleep well at night because you gave it your best shot, right? So uh, I think uh, have the courage and the bravery to face it. Okay, no? that's, that's good. I think, yeah. yeah, that's good. Axel, any, any, any advice uh, for those who wanna maybe pursue their dreams? And I mean, you're certainly living up your dream and whatnot, but any advice on how to overcome obstacles? That's good. Don't be afraid to fail. That's a good one right there. Let's get a few more questions here. We've got about five more minutes with our special guests. I'm going to go one on this side. Real good questions, guys. Real good questions. How about this young lady right there? Go ahead. Yell it out, and I'll repeat. What kind of work did Stan do in his 20s? All right. What kind of work did you do, Stan, in your 20s? What work did I do in my 20s? In your 20s. Actually, I was working for Marvel. But um, it wasn't Marvel at that time. It was called Timely Comics. Then we changed the name to Atlas. Then we changed the name to Marvel. When we realized how good our stuff was. I'll, I'll tell you a funny thing about that. When we changed our name to Marvel, our competitor was called National Comics. That's the, the Superman company. So they said, well, if they change their name, we're gonna change our name. So this is an example of the thinking of the two companies. We became Marvel, and they became DC. <laughs> I 
I mean, you'd think they lost a bet or something to get that name. But I, I am transgressing. <laughs> uh, Axel, I got a Giants question for you. We're going to integrate some sports and some Giants questions here. Is there any memorable moment in Giants history? You're a Giants fan. I mean, we got three championships in five years. I mean, there's so many great memories. But as a fan, can you share with us maybe a moment that really hits home for you? to say I wept when the Giants finally, finally won the World Series in 2010. Um, it was an amazing moment for me to see, but I'd say the most spectacular moment for me was Panda's three home runs. Uh, here in New York, uh, Reggie Jackson hitting three home runs is a stuff a legend everybody keeps talking about, and uh, Panda did it too. <laughs> I think it was an amazing thing. It set the tone for that series, and I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that. Back to you, Stan. Any moments in your career with uh, your comics, your characters, everything like that, that hits home to you? That's something that you would remember, wow, that was a great moment in my career that stood out, and I'll never forget it in your entire career. Can you share with us? I think the greatest, mo one of the greatest moments was when we got the sales figures from the Fantastic Four. And that was our first experiment at doing a team of superheroes to compete with, you know, that other company. <laughs> and the sales figures came in, and the book had sold out. It was wonderful. So that was a big moment. I like that. All right. Thanks for sharing. Two more questions, and then we're going to get to the raffle, and then we got to get going. Get a real good one. Okay, I already went here. I went in here. All right. All right. Give me a good one, young man. <laughs> Mr. Lee, can I have your autograph? Well, we'll work with that one later. Uh, give, give me some good questions here. Come on. Let's get a good question here because we only got a couple more. So real, real thought-provoking questions, okay? How about in the middle? How about, how about you? Yes. What's your favorite what? Favorite cameo in a movie, Stan. We have many of them, so many great ones. Well, Cheryl. I love the one in Civil War, but... I thought my best one was in Thor when he, or the Avengers, Thor tried to make me drink, or Thor had a drink, and I wanted to drink it, and he said it would be too strong for me, but I drank it anyway, and in the next scene, they were carrying me out. Now, the thing, you may not know this, but the thing I love about it, it was my only cameo where I had two scenes. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Axel, a question i got to ask you, since you're out there in New York and uh, working with Marvel and the universe there that we love, any upcoming projects, any ideas that we should be aware about that you can tease or hint that can give us a little bit of uh, inspiration and hope here that uh, we can look forward to coming up? Yeah, I mean, there's a little movie called Civil War right now, but uh, in about a week or so, there's a, a comic book called Civil War II. It's a big superhero battle that's going to divide the Marvel Universe into Team Iron Man and Team Captain Marvel. And uh, it's going to co uh, deal with a comparable issue. It's going to be about stuff that all of you can relate to in your daily life right now. And we're encouraging fans to decide whose uh, side they're on. And it's a crazy story. And I have every expectation that people reading the story are going to have to sort of reassess whose side they're on throughout the story. It's an incredible story written by Brian Bendis and drawn by David Marquez. So look for Civil War II. Civil War II, gotcha, all right. 
One or two more. We're going to squeeze in one or two more, and then we are closing out our Q&A portion. Um, all right. All right, give me a good one. Is that what? Yeah. Okay, this is a tough question, but I know uh, we ask this all the time, but any favorite character that you've created that is your favorite, really? I mean, any character. Any character, any character that you created. Well, who's your favorite? Oh your favorite, God. yeah. I think I would have to say Spider-Man is my favorite. All right, all right. Because he's known all over the world. You could go to any country and you'll see little Spider-Man dolls. I'm a little annoyed they're not Stan Lee dolls, but you can't have everything. <laughs> Axel, how about you? Favorite, uh, you know, maybe character or comic book hero, anything growing up here that you can share with us? It's really hard to pick, but I gotta say sincerely, I think it's the Black Panther. Uh, I gravitated toward that character as a little kid, and it's it's amazing to me to see uh, him poised to occupy such a big place, you know, around the world right now. After the movie, right now we we just published the first issue of an excellent comic book, Black Panther number one, written by National Book Award-winning author Tanahasi Coates and drawn by Brian Stelfreeze. I tell you, you want to go and read that book. It's, uh, it, we sold out 330,000 copies. We sold out in two days. It's the biggest book of the year. And with good reason, the Black Panther has never been bigger. He's going to be as big as Spider-Man. Trust me. Oh, no. Wow, look at that. Uh, Bob Pugh, Peter, just sh share with us a, a Marvel superhero. Uh, I got to agree with Stan. It's, it's, it's absolutely the amazing, the, the the spectacular slayer. Spidey, for sure. I yeah, love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Good one. Let's go one more question here. We got a great raffle here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Did you know... We were the only company that gave our heroes nicknames. For instance, Spider-Man was Spidey. Now, uh -huh. nobody ever called Batman Batty or Superman Soupy. <laughs> it's a little something that I'm telling you that nobody else realizes. Don't thank me, just bear it in mind. That is good to know. I love it. One more question until we close out this amazing, amazing Q&A. Every year it gets better and better. All right, my man here. I know you got some good ones here. Give us to us. All right, for Stan and Axel, from pencil to paper, hardest character to create. Pencil to paper, hardest character to create. From pencil the to paper. Hardest one to create. Hardest one to create. Just every details and intricacies, whatever you want to share. The That's Hulk. The Hulk, really. Because it was hard to make a monster likable by the reader. But of course, we did it. People love the Hulk. Which shows that the audience, it shows that the readers are crazy because they love this big green monster. But I love them too. It ain't easy being green, but we love them. All right. Axel, how about you? Uh, from pencil to paper, anything hard, like a you know, challenging character? Hey, who am I to argue? I gotta agree with Stan. I gotta agree with Stan's pick. I think that the Hulk is a complex character too because you do him wrong, he's a villain, but somehow he's maintained a heart. You understand that deep down there's something good there. No matter how many tanks he throws, no matter how many buildings he, he smashes, ultimately he's a good guy. And uh, I think he's a beautiful character because of that. So, yeah, I agree with Stan. Very good. That's a, that's a great question right there. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a round of applause to our special guest, Peter Shikota. Catch the Daredevil series on Netflix. Let's give a round of applause. Axel Alonso from New York. Thank you to Bean Pro for getting him going. And of course, the great Stan Lee! Tell him not to leave. You're going to give away, have some giveaways. Time by Stan.
We are going to give away some, uh, a lot of swag here, autographed by Stance. So this is the contest we do every time after a Q&A. But uh, stick around. We're going to hopefully have a, a, a raffle ticket, right? You guys have a raffle ticket? And uh, thank you again, everybody. Let's give them all a big round of applause, Giants fans. Signed prints and bobbleheads and everything like that. That's awesome. Yes. So that's it, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, I like standing here. Do I have to go? It's nice standing here. I, that's nice, yeah, I right? Stand here. Well, we're going to see you next year, right, Stan? We're going to see you next year, right, my friend? We'll see him again next year, everybody. Let's give a round of applause. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. That's it for all this. Uh, check out you know, the baseball that the San Francisco Giants play because we watch them. They're pretty good. Pretty good. Um, check out um, the next episode, the upcoming episode of This Week in Marvel, because we're going to have a little chat with uh, someone who noodles around with a guitar here and then, Mr. Kirk Hammett, because we were there for uh, Metallica Night in San Francisco. So we got to talk with him, and that was a delight. So check all that out, and we'll be back with more. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>